Naked ABCs, where we review every Bare Naked Ladies song from 7 to Y. And we have finally said a fond farewell to the fairly fascinating and fine tunes of the Fs. This week, we gladly greet the glorious and gorgeous music of the Gs as we discuss Gangster Girl. If you haven't heard this song before, here is a snippet. Gangster very short song and i would love to play the whole thing but because it has never been released i have been asked by their management not to do that oh really i have however if you would like to hear or download the whole thing i would definitely recommend it and then you can find it on bnlhttp.com under the random folder and then the various folder um, if you also like listening to this on SoundCloud, I will be putting the SoundCloud link up on our links tonight. And j- joining us this week, we have Michelle back. Hi, guys. It's hey. nice to see you. It's wonderful. We told you to t- take the Fs off, but I, I didn't mean that as an insult. <laughs> I took it very personally, and it's <laughs> taken me a while to get over it. So I'm very glad to have you back. It's, so, it's gee, been... I'm back. Um, yes, yeah, it's good you. to be back. How are you guys? Aaron, your background looks super high tech. Listeners, I it wish is. you could see Aaron's background. It's kind of like for real. It's the real I'm deal. I'm in my secret underground lair. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. It's amazing how your secret underground lair looks a lot like your Twitch stream. <laughs> well, I stream from my <laughs> secret underground lair. I play video games here. I'm not necessarily... Oh, okay. Trying to take over the world. Uh, why, why would I even suggest such a thing? That's strange. <laughs> Funny that's the first thing that yeah, popped out of your what mouth. I, what am I talking about? What are we going to do tomorrow night, Brian? The same thing we always do. Stream <laughs> on Twitch. <laughs> so if you haven't picked up, we also have Aaron with us tonight. Hey, so you ooh. actually have all three of us together again. I know. It's mm. nice. Now, as some of you may recognize, Gangster Girl was never fully released. However... Would it surprise you to know that there was a full recording of the song done in the studio the day the scene was filmed? Wait, you didn't know that Gangsta Girl existed at all? <laughs> well, okay. Well, let me back it up. This was a song that was specifically written for the film The Wrong Guy because Dave Foley and hopefully we'll be able to ask a little bit later and figure out a little bit later like why how this came about but Dave Foley specifically asked BNL to write for or to let him use the music for the wrong guy BNL upped it a notch and said well we'll write you an original song for it then and this is what they came up with they went right into the studio the next morning before they went to fi- to film on the sh- to shoot on the film and pushed this out and I don't know if you're surprised that we're going to cover this song, it's it's partially 
Okay, um, it's mostly relying on the fact that we have a guest with us today, and we have a perfect song to center our discussion around. Our guest tonight is the legendary comic genius, one of the troupe Kids in the Hall, an actor of over 80 TV shows, such as Kids in the Hall and <laughs> News Radio, and 59 movies, including High Stakes, Brain Candy, A Bug's Life, and The Wrong Guy, a comedic writer for nine TV shows and movies, such as Kids in the Hall, Car Fuckers, and The Wrong Guy. Are you picking up on the hints here? Nominee of seven primetime Emmys, one-time nominee and one-time winner of the Canadian Comedy Award, and may I add, the nominee was for The Wrong Guy. Five-time nominee and three-time winner of the Gemini Award. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's the recognition for outstanding writing or performance in television in Canada. So the Emmy is like the American version of the Gemini. Honestly, we could be here the rest of the episode listing off this man's accomplishments and credentials. But I would rather spend our time talking to a huge self-appointed Bare Naked Ladies fan, probably one of the earliest, a man who wrote a movie that cameoed the Bare Naked Ladies and one of their songs, a man who was quoted by People Magazine when they were writing an article on BNL as saying, I saw them in Toronto and it was the best live show I've ever seen. They are a rare thing, a funny band that's really funny. It is my distinct honor to introduce to you and welcome to the podcast. A man who Mr. needs no Dave. introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Oh. Dave Foley. <laughs> Let's see if they pick up here. Hello. Hi. All right. Hey. Aaron? Dave? Dave? Aaron? Hi. Pleased to meet you, Dave. Nice and to meet you, too. Dave, this is Michelle. Oh, by the way, I'm Tracy. Um, okay, I, <laughs> I didn't introduce myself at all. I keep forgetting that I, that when I'm setting up interviews, that I'm I'm doing it behind the shade of like no one knowing who You're I am. You're super famous. What are you talking about, Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Seinfeld. I'm a, I'm famous for nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm famous for next to nothing. Thank you for joining us, Dave. My, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Lovely to see you all. So I'm, I'm going to dive in and I'm going to take control from these guys. because these all right, go ahead. These guys have a ton of things <laughs> that they want to ask you. But I'm since I'm the B&L guy, I'm going to like keep pulling us back to B&L. Yeah. Um, yeah. When did You're you first power hear Bare Naked? <laughs> he is. You have to save us from this guy, Dave. Yeah, uh, I've, seen this, I've seen this. I've seen this syndrome before. Yeah. Bruce McCullough syndrome. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. Wait a minute. That is that an insult or, or a praise? I can't decide. Yeah, it's an insult. If you, it's an insult if you say it to Napoleon. <laughs> I don't know how to bring that back. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I get the feeling that's going to happen a whole bunch tonight. <laughs> Bruce, we know you listen to every episode. Please come on the show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we can have his rebuttal. Yeah. It'll look, it'll look so like Dave... Dave's totally in the wrong. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, my God. I totally wish I was video recording this right now. This is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. When did you first hear Bare Naked Ladies? And what, what kind of brought you hmm. to them? 
Oh, Banner Grace. Uh, well, I first heard them. Um, where did I first? I think I may have first heard them being interviewed on CBC Radio years and years ago when they were still just they were becoming famous as local buskers in Toronto, and they had a, their six song cassette out, and I went out and got their six song cassette before they had a record wow. deal. And uh, so that was the first time I heard them, uh, which and they were amazing. They were amazing. And I was very prejudiced because <laughs> I hear comedy songs usually are, are horrible. And then I heard their stuff and it was funny and really brilliant. And then I remember going, I think Kevin McDonald and I went to see them play at a theater on the Danforth in Toronto early on. I think it was like their, when they were touring their first album. And uh, we sort of became friends after that. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Mm. So I've heard bits and parts of the story. But uh-huh. I can't be sure that my co-hosts know the story or that even our audience has heard it. So would you regale us with your story on how BNL came to be in your movie, The Wrong Guy? Uh, well, it's fairly simple. Uh, I was making a movie called The Wrong Guy. And we had a, a scene written in it where uh, uh, the idea was that I, that I hide in a dumpster. And <laughs> when I see it, I'm, I think I'm on the run from the police. And mm. I'm not really. No one's really looking for me. The premise of the movie. But I see a cop and I dive into a dumpster and the cop stands around and then it, it builds it. Then another cop comes and starts hanging out with them. They start playing quarters, tossing quarters against a wall. And then eventually, as the evening wears on and I'm trapped in this dumpster, I hear doo-wop singing. And I come up <laughs> and then there's, there's like five uh, cops all standing around a burning trash can singing doo-wop songs. <laughs> it's such and, a surreal uh, moment. It reminded me of Rocky when he walks by Frank Stallone and Co. singing around the the hobo burn barrel. It was great. Yeah, and it was yeah. So, <laughs> so we had the scene, and I thought, well, I'll ask the Bernie ladies if they, if they'll come up and do it. <laughs> and they were on they were on tour at the time, but they had a gap, so they were able to come up. And so I thought, I'd, you know, we'd just have them come. And they'd sing some doo up song that we could get the rights to. But instead, the guys suggested, why don't we write something? And so uh, while they were on the road, on their well, actually on their way up to Toronto to shoot it, they wrote a song called Gangster Girl, sort of uh, to fit in with the theme of the movie. <laughs> and uh, they came up, you know, they recorded it quickly, and, and then we just shot that night. And the other thing, the other interesting part of that night was that when I did the jump into the dumpster, on the second take of it, I hit the end of the dumpster with my leg. Oh, Ooh. And uh, tore the ligaments on both sides of my both sides of my ankle. Ugh. Oh my god! Wow! So, so all of the scenes where I'm lying inside the dumpster, I my I'm in intense pain. Wow! <laughs> that's you would never awful. guess it because that's you are like hilarious in that dumpster. Like it, I think one of the best parts of that whole scene is like you start off like thoroughly upset, like you're stuck in this dumpster. <laughs> and then it's, it cuts back to you, and you're just sitting there and rocking to the to kind of enjoying scene. the yeah. tune, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Serenaded, yeah. Dave. Yeah. I have to say, I'm super impressed. Like, I I just thought when I first saw that scene that that was a stunt double. You really go for it. Like it, the physical comedy in that film, between that or like jumping right through the train, uh, just oh, some fantastic. Which was like, also me. my I tip my hat yeah. to you, sir, because yeah. you know, wow, that was some fantastic work. I did pretty much everything. I think the only stunt they wouldn't let me do was the jump out of the car. Yeah. There, was a, there was a fall out of a car, which, frankly, I, I could have done it. Uh, you said, that's fine. I don't need to do yeah. that. <laughs> the weird thing was the jump through the train they didn't want to let me do. 
And then eventually, after I, I harangued them into letting me do it, but then they said, all right, well, we'll do it this way. Uh, we'll have you do one, then the stunt double will do one, and then you can do one, then the stunt double will do one. And I said, oh, that makes no sense, but okay. If that's the Let's endanger both of us. <laughs> So, yeah, so, yeah, so that way, that way, I could, I could risk my life, and we could not use it. So, yeah, so me and a stunt double were, uh, you know, doing that jump through the train for a while, and uh, but it was uh, the one that we actually used was was me. That's that's good to know. At least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait, were those the, the only two? put out like he's like i did all that work and it didn't even make it in the movie yeah i think he was okay well i mean you know i think he was okay with it, but but i think it was like his was his he was too in control of his body so mm. it wasn't as funny you know <laughs> didn't have right. that ragdoll effect yeah did, were, were those the only two takes then that you did of the flip and that was the uh, one that we saw in the movie the first take then i can't even remember which take mm. we used in the movie i think because i know we did one take i hope i used the second take <laughs> yeah right uh, you gave your <laughs> Help I, for I, it. Yeah, because I did one take that went perfectly, and yeah. then then I went over to our director David Steinberg and I said, you know, I think it might be funnier if I got a little more height, <laughs> a little more extension on it. Hey, and so, I, so I wanted to get you know get my legs up higher. And, yeah, if, uh, if anyone's listening and hasn't seen the wrong guy, do yourself a favor, go and watch it, and just wait for that moment in the film because it's just hysterical. He goes completely straight; his legs just go right up in the air, and he flips <laughs> over to the side. Yeah, it's incredible. That was the look I wanted. <laughs> well, you, you nailed it. You nailed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> we had we had to shut down production for a couple of days. But... Oh man. <laughs> so are we, so, we open to Q and A now, Tracy? Or opened up for Q and A. I, I can ask more questions, but we can pass it. Oh, around. it looks like Michelle really I wants to ask. I would just like something. to say, Dave Foley. <laughs> I adore you. I think you're oh, wonderful. I've been following you since the very early 90s on HBO. Uh, and I loved you as Jocelyn. Oh, I, I you. You're beautiful. And I love... Davis' best girl. <laughs> I love the scene. Well, my husband and I saw you, um, the kids in the hall, perform in Boston a couple of years ago nice. when you were doing the oh, wedding yeah. dress as the opening skit. Oh, and yeah. I had to laugh because throughout the show there was mention of like all the 40 year old guys who were nerds and lived in their mother's basement that were bringing their 20 year old girlfriends. And I'm like, yeah. I'm the 40 year old nerd because <laughs> I've been following you guys forever. I loved you on news radio. Mm -hmm. And my favorite part was when you were in drag on the Halloween episode, I was like, yeah. yes, what I <laughs> like I, the I whole know. run of the show. I'm like, I need to see him in drag again. <laughs> You know, um, I fought against that. <laughs> Did I, you? I, I, I don't know other podcasts or maybe the Joe Rogan podcast, um, yeah. but I know you spoke against that. But I was like, oh, but it made me so happy. So yeah. thanks for I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it now. But it was time, just, kept, oh, come on. It's just, a, just such a cheap reference to the kids. <laughs> it was perfection. I was like, I took it as a gift to the universe. So it was great. But yeah. I just always enjoy seeing you pop up. I loved you in the middle as the guidance counselor. Oh, and thanks. just... You know, seeing you sh like, oh, there's Dave Foley. It's just, it's a thrill. So yeah. I, I just want you to know, you know that what, I'm you know, happy every called, time that's I called see not you. Having, that's called not having a steady gig. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you when get you, the when work. You show up on everything. Yeah. I'm yes, glad you get the work you do. Yeah. 
I uh, I loved you, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, Dave, as the put upon oh, principal of the high school. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> extremely fun. extremely great uh, sad sack straight man performance there, top notch. And you look great. I just want to say you look fantastic. Oh, thanks. I was going to say I feel a little self conscious because I actually just I just I shaved off my beard just to, today because we're talking. There's some talk we may be doing some kids in the hall stuff coming out. Oh, nice. <gasps> Very cool. Oh, and, uh, wow. You heard it here heart. first, folks. Stop and, it. Uh, yeah, so I thought I'd better check to see what was underneath my beard, and uh, I'm not thrilled with it. Uh, no, you yeah. look great, because yeah, I just great, saw man. you on the Joe Rogan podcast, and you were kind of, you had your beard, um, but you just look like you've walked mm-hmm. in, like you're a breath of fresh air from the springtime or something, yeah. so it's it's nice. Thank you. Why, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Enough flattery. More questions. I'm going to stop gushing. That's all I have. I'm going to pull it away from Michelle now. Uh-oh. Just like, okay. I'm going to bring it back to Kids in the Hall, though. Like, so, all right. This is actually a question from our co-host, Bobby, that couldn't make it tonight. So all right. the name of your troop, Kids in the Hall, like, was inspired by that old joke by Sid Caesar. So like, whenever he bombed a joke or didn't go as he wanted, he would say, that was because of the Kids in the Hall, referring to like Vaguely. group no, of... It was- it was more that he was, they, were, they were a group of writers. Yeah, like, they they came up with that. The, the kids in the yeah, hall. He yeah. would, right. He didn't. He wouldn't shit on them. He would just. They would. They, would, <laughs> they uh, But the the guys who were referred to as the kids in the hall were guys like Jesus, well, Woody Allen. Um, oh wow! Oh wow! Neil Simon. Um, Damn. Uh, Larry Gelbart. Nice. So those guys, those were the young writers that were like trying to you know make their mark on the show. And they, those are the guys that they, he would refer to as the kids in the hall. So when you make that reference, like, are you kind of, are you trying to f- say like that you're not afraid to kind of go for the fences and let a joke bomb or that like you're, you're embracing comedy that's not always forever. And like, but Bobby was like wondering, like, what is that kind of referencing? What are you saying about well, yourselves? I think it was, and it was actually Luch Casimiri's idea who was in, in the original uh, trio, the kids in the hall. And uh, and it was his idea to use it. It was ba- the show story that was told to us. And he basically said, you know, because we're because we were kids at the time. Literally, I was nineteen <laughs> and Rich was eighteen, and Kevin was twenty. And uh, you know, we we were kids trying to break into show business. So he thought it had a resonance there. And then years later, well, not many years later, but a few couple of years later, when we merged with the other group, there were just more of us at the time. So we went with uh, Kids in the Hall as the name. Nice story. I like that. Yeah. All right. So as the resident music nerd, I feel like I have to ask a couple of musical questions. So, <laughs> Oh, sure. You were asking earlier. You yeah. Dave, are you musical at all? Do you sing or play an instrument or anything like that? Or I, I don't sing very well. Uh, I play guitar even worse. Um, <laughs> I play I play, uh, play flute. Really? Nice. Like, wait, wait. Is that where... Proficient. So was that really you playing jazz flute then in the skit with Bruce? The I will refuse to stop rocking, sir. Oh yeah, was that really yeah, well, really playing? Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. great, oh, yeah. awesome. I was always curious yeah. about that. <laughs> Yaw's yeah, flute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do you like jazz or is that just? Uh... Oh, I love jazz. Awesome. Love, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, You're least... one of my people. Jazz <laughs> fan. Yeah. Excellent. You like uh, you a Mingus guy or Monk? Or... I like Mingus. Yeah. I love Monk. I love yeah. I love all all the all them beboppers. Yeah, Miles Parker and Miles and Dizzy. Nice. Um, and also a huge fan of a less known guy named uh, Rossan Roland Kirk. You get a chance to watch a movie called um, Case of the Three Sided Dream. 
There's a documentary about Roland Kirk. I'll have to check that out. Thank you. He did the most. Yeah, he was amazing. Did amazing, like, circular breathing. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He was famous for playing, like, three saxophones at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah, Whoa. I've heard about that kind of stuff. I, I went to college for jazz, yeah. so, of course, I'm not using my degree. And <laughs> But it's nice <laughs> to talk to somebody else who knows loves jazz. That's awesome, yeah. Dave. Thank you. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite BNL song, do you think? My favorite? Oh, God. Mm, I know, right? Tough. Um, so you beat me to yeah. it because I was going to ask what his favorite uh, album was. You went right down to the song. Yeah. Well, whatever is easier to answer. I'll... Songs <laughs> that jump into my head. Uh, Old Apartment is I, I, yeah. still one of my favorites. This song, um, I don't remember the title of it. I think, I'm not sure if it's called Break Your Heart. Yes. Yeah, Break Your Heart. That's but fantastic. That's we love that one too. That's one yeah. of Steve's my best vocals, I think. Oh, he just yes. belts it. He goes I, Joe oh, Cocker yeah. on that one. He oh, yeah, sings song. it like he means yeah. it. It's so that's a beautiful yeah, it's perfection. Song. Yeah. Yeah. First time I heard that song, it just uh, just moved me to tears. Oh. Yeah. So the odds did your theme song for Kids in the Hall, Death Comes to Town. How, who was uh, the one yeah. that pulled that together? Uh, well, we we Craig we hired Craig Northy as our musical director for it uh, and to do the uh, to do the score. And Greg, Craig had worked with us before. He did. He was. Uh, he did the, the score for Brain Candy, and uh, oh, and he's toured with us a few times. And, uh, sort of what does he music. do when he's touring with you guys? He just sort of basically scores the sketches live on stage. Wow, oh, that's cool. Stuff and does interstitial stuff, and then does a couple of his own songs. And uh, yeah, so we had uh, Craig touring with us, and so then yeah, so when we were doing Death Comes to Town, I think it was just. Uh, Bruce, I guess, asked. I mean, we talked about it. Well, you know, what would we do as a theme? And we decided not to use the Kids in the Hall theme because we wanted to distinguish it. So, yeah, so I think Bruce went to Craig and said, Can you come up with a new Kids in the Hall theme? And <laughs> Craig said, Oh, that's, yeah, that's not intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah, yeah, the guy who replaces the Shadowy Man theme. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dave, I got to ask you every Canadian that comes on the show, one Canadian to another. I have dual citizenship. Now, in, in Pulp Fiction, Mia Wallace says to Vincent Vega, there are two kinds of people in this world, Beatles people and Elvis people. You can like them both, but you can't like them equally. So one Canadian to another, Bare Naked Ladies or the Tragically Hip? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if the analogy applies. <laughs> I mean, they're very different bands. <laughs> they're very different bands. But I, and I love them. I love them. I, I think I can love them both equally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah. But, that, but if you want to go, but I'll definitely go with the Beatles on the other one. Though. Oh yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the easy choice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I love. I mean, it's you know, it's also I'm you know I'm friends with both bands. So oh man, you know. jealous! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're both and two of the two of the greatest live shows you can ever. Oh, see I can them. imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, Bernie and Lisa, of course, are famous for just how much fun their live yeah. shows are. Oh my are. god, totally. Oh, you know, and yeah. the hip were just hip were. I mean, Gord watching Gord live was always he was something just, else. Uh, yeah, he, he was, was such a he was just such a an eccentric freak on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Now, have you been out to see Stephen and the Odds or or BNL since the breakup? I haven't. You know, I haven't seen uh, BNL since the breakup. Uh, of 
I mean, I've talked to talked to them, all the guys, I think a few times, and I but I and I have seen Steve uh, doing his solo stuff. I actually saw him. He plays with he tours with Craig Northy and his band. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, so we actually went and saw them play at the Troubadour recently, and and also uh, Craig and Steve performed at my fiftieth birthday party. <laughs> oh, really? Wow, very cool. Yeah, yeah. They got very up cool. and did like a bunch of my favorite odds and bare naked lady songs. That's awesome. That's quite oh. a thing. Yeah, very cool. What an amazing yeah. present. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet, yeah, man. it was a great part. My wife, my wife, actually, the odd thing is my wife and I were separated at the time. She threw this great party for me, and we had, had uh, yeah, the odds. I mean, yeah, I've had Craig and Steve performed. My friend John Kastner, who was in the Canadian band The Doughboys, and mm. his wife Jessica Perret, who was on Mad Men, they did a song. Amy Mann did a song. We had Patton Oswalt and Paul F. Tompkins. Wow. And Sounds uh, like quite Dave a night. Thomas performed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steve, Steve, yes. That, what a way to Steve kick Root off your 50th birthday. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Steve Root and Vicki Lewis are there. Wow, nice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Very cool. Now, you mentioned Steve Root and Dave Thomas, and I know they've been on your, on your podcast. Don't say – okay, wait. I'm going to get it right. I always get in the wrong direction. Well, the real don't say cunt say with Paul and Dave. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Don't say cunt with Paul and Dave. Yeah. And I'm not sure how so, Paul got top billing. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to take that up with your uh, attorney there. Yeah. <laughs> so have you ever thought of having B&L or Steven on the show? Uh, yeah. Oh, we would. If it's, yeah, just a matter of him being in town. Hmm. Yeah, really, because my wife books all the guests, and usually she doesn't tell us who the guests are, so that they just walk in in the middle of the podcast. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like that element of surprise there. <laughs> yeah. As we try, Paul and I try to be as unprepared for everything as possible. <laughs> well, it keeps it, it's what, the, it's what those kids are craving these days, that authenticity thing everyone's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, and the kids love old men. <laughs> they just can't get enough. I don't. Old white man. Yeah. That's, that's that's the kid. They're clamoring for it. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Well, Dave, I I do a show called Controller Throwers where we talk about video games, and you provided a voice for one of my favorite games of all time, Fallout New Vegas. Oh yeah. You were Which yes I've man. Never seen. I've the never played sycophantic it, really. robot. You have him. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, I've it's never so played good. It, I'm. I'm I'm old. Uh, uh, if it's not Atari, we don't want it. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't played it, and I've, I've never even seen anyone else play it. But I hear it's really good. It is, <laughs> and you are the best part of it, man. It's I, oh, wait, I, thank you. When I came up to that character, and I, I was like, I really wow, I recognize that voice. And then you said something that kind of reminded me of the sarcastic man character from Kids in the Hall. And I was like, oh my uh, god, it's Dave Foley. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, was. That was very yeah, cool. that was probably intentional from the creators. Yeah, I would imagine, <laughs> given the character. Yeah. But uh, how how was the recording of that? Like, was that any was that very pretty similar to doing like the animated films you've done and stuff like that, or was it a little different? It it was similar, but I mean, it's much more disjointed because you have to mm, just go into the list of all these, these lines. conversation fragments. You know, mm. the, the, that uh, will be called depending on what what choices the players make. Right. So it's so it's less, uh, you know. There's less less of you know the sense of telling a linear story, and more of just trying to cover every possibility. <laughs> so you just, it's a, a massive amount of uh, recording. 
Yeah, I would imagine because there's so many different possibilities. So yeah, but that was great. I'm really glad you ended up doing that because that was that was a really great moment. <laughs> uh, well, thanks. It was it was fun to do. I, someday, someday I should get a copy of it. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> well, if you want to come on, we can play it, and you can come on and comment on it at some point. All We'd right. love to have you on the show. <laughs> Awesome. How long um, does it take you to record something like that? I can't remember. I think I, I think I did it all in one session, but I can't remember how many hours it took. Uh, a lot of bottles of water, probably. Yeah. yeah <laughs> long. But I, I, I can't remember if I did more than one session for it or not. I can't mm. remember now. It's been so long. Now, aside from, I know um, you did a, a stand-up tour a little while back, a few years ago, I think. Yeah. Are, you, are you doing that again anytime soon? And if so, are you coming out to the East Coast? Because I no, would sure I, love to see it. Uh, I don't think so. I started doing stand-up to see if I could, and then I did special for Showtime. And then after that, I thought, oh, I don't want to write any more material. <laughs> uh, so I stopped doing stand-up. And, you know, and about that time, I started doing Ken Jong's sitcom. So I didn't have, I didn't, mm. you know. So I didn't need to work so at the time. But uh yeah, but if things stay really slow then yeah, maybe I'll have to go out again. <laughs> well I don't wanna I don't wanna hope for that, so I guess I hope yeah. that you don't do that. But it'd be yeah. it'd be great. Maybe if you'll I, do something with the yeah. kids, right? If either that or if I get inspired. One yeah. or the other. Okay, well <laughs> that's a little more positive, so I'll hope for that. Yeah. Yeah, the being broke is more likely though. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything other than Don't Say Cunt with Paul and Dave that you'd like to plug or promote? Yeah, I can't think of anything else I'm doing right now. Oh, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm out on the road doing a show called um, uh, Who's Live Anyway. I so saw that. Out. You're like in yeah, Alabama in a little while, aren't you? Huh? Aren't you like in Alabama in a month or two or something like that? You're uh, somewhere. I have no idea. I know. I, all I know is <laughs> I like two months off. Yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, and then I'm, which, which is nice. And then, yeah, in the <laughs> middle of October, I go back out on the road. And yeah. I think we've got stuff booked through till next spring, I think. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. And those are, that's fun because it's, you know, Greg Proops, Jeff Davis, and Joe yeah. Murray, and uh, my old friend Bob Durkatch on piano. And, um, and it's, you know, it's like a 90 minute pure improv show, which is, which nice. is fun. Oh, well, that's bringing you back to your roots, right? Yeah. Well, when they first when they first asked me to come out and do one, I hadn't done a, a, a full improv show in uh, or done regularly done improv in about thirty years. Wow. So it was one of the things that were, they called me in the middle of the night because uh, one of their guys got sick. And they said, Can you come out? And I said, um, okay. Pinch hit. I didn't think about it. <laughs> so it was a good thing I didn't have time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, great. Okay, great. Awesome. So that. So look out for who's live anyway, because it's sometimes it's me, me Ryan Styles, and sometimes Drew Carey, uh, sort of swap out uh, doing it, and Joel and Jeff and uh, Greg uh, do all of them. The regulars, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I will look that up online and see if I can find that and post it in our liner notes for the week, and so people can go out and find that. Well, thank you. I don't know how much time you have on your end, but I, I have one more question. I'm holding sure, off sure. until these guys have wasted all their questions up. And, and, uh-huh. and I'm like, all I right, had I'll no questions. You <laughs> had a lot of great flattery, though. I just wanted to gush. Like, I've waited 30 years to do this. So this I enjoyed it. I enjoyed awesome. it. Awesome. And I enjoyed it, it also. Maybe feel, feel pretty and special. 
You are pretty. <laughs> you are a beautiful and unique flower, You're Dave. so pretty Thank and you. special. <laughs> and you, you always make me happy. So there's one person in the oh. world who is always happy to see you. I'm glad that's the case. <laughs> I'd like it if there were more. But, uh, yes. <laughs> it's not his wife. It's you, Michelle. That's all you it's get. Me. <laughs> oh, it's definitely not my wife. <laughs> Seldom happy to see me. <laughs> Go on the road again. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, how are you? Do you have any more questions? No, I think I, I think I asked everything that I wanted to ask. I didn't. I really was trying to avoid uh, just doing a Chris Farley and being, "Hey, remember when you were in uh, Kids in the Hall? That was great." I know. I'm sorry. That's what I. <laughs> Whoops. That's, uh, so I'm going to do that now. So you were on that last Ships and Dips tour, mm. the cruise yeah. that went out. How did that come to be? And like, do you have any stories from that experience that, that you could tell our our audience? Oh, uh, gosh. I wonder how, how much can I even remember? Uh, <laughs> I, I was still right. drinking in those days. Uh, <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, it was it was amazingly fun. I mean, yeah, it really was just that the guys, uh, yeah, the 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 Bernick ladies just asked Kevin and I if we could put together a two man show for it. So we uh, so we did, and uh, <laughs> it was fun. I, we keep we keep thinking about doing that again, but uh, and you know it was weird getting perform. I mean, performing on a on a boat was weird, and we were performing on a stormy night. So this was literally the the stage was doing this. <laughs> in the theater but it was it was it was like a lot of our favorite you know the odds were there and sloan was there and uh um a lot of people uh, that you've listed when in interviews as being some of your favorite bands yeah mm. yeah and it was uh, i mean uh, uh great big c was there sarah mclaughlin um oh, no. uh the uh oh um, i'm blanking on a great band from like Portland area. Um, Guster? No, no. Uh, I think no. he means Portland, uh, not Portland, Oregon. Maine. The other yeah. Portland. <laughs> <laughs> we we're from Maine, uh, so we Portland think Portland, Maine is Portland. Yeah, I think they're Portland or Seattle. Or Seattle. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. I'm blanking on the names, and I really like, I really love them. And I'm just blanking on the name. Well, if it comes back to you, I can easily just cut that, and then boom, you yeah, didn't forget them right. at all. <laughs> it was All this right. little band called Nirvana with Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my little garage. Uh, they did the album, the album Nebraska. Did all those very uh, a lot of songs about being abused as a child. Oh, uh, oh. Um, begins with a W. We yeah, some people have rage and we can't get to it. Some people have face blindness. I have name blindness, so it's <laughs> I suffer from the same thing. I'm like, hey, person. Yeah, the only thing I can't remember in scripts is, is character oh, names. Oh, yeah. I can't remember names. I could see that being um, a problem for me, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, it was, but anyway, I'm trying to think of anything else that I know. I mean, did a lot of drinking, a lot of <laughs> hanging out very late at night. Uh, was it a lot the of weaker thans? No, it wasn't the Weaker Vans, although they were there. Oh, wow, okay. one of the bands. The Weaker Vans were, were there. The Mountain Goats. Oh, I love the Mountain Ghosts. Ghosts. They're fantastic, they yeah. See, I can yeah. easily edit that right in now. It's an upside-down <laughs> W. Yeah, because it's always, you know, because I always think of the Mountain Goats as sounding a lot like the Weaker Vans. 
Mm. It's a very similar go. sound, and they're, they're both very poetic. Yeah, yeah, a lot of great lyrics and interesting yeah. stories. That, been, that must have been amazing because you get up there, you get to you get the audience that's there to kind of really enjoy the cruise and also enjoy BNL and all these wonderful bands. But then you get to enjoy all these wonderful bands too. Yeah. And I think I was yeah I got I was too drunk to go out for the nude photo at the, at night when they did that thing. <laughs> they did. They had like a thousand people. Oh wow! On the, on the deck by the pool. Uh, for a big group nude photo <laughs> and i think i was yeah i think i was already i think i was already passed out at that point <laughs> that's what cruises are for yeah yeah so i don't have any more questions right now that i'd written i i i had planned that like to leave these guys some room and so i i only wrote a certain number of questions to oh, give these fine. guys some space um, I, I can come know. up with a million more, but I also don't, you know, your time is precious. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mostly just didn't want to take up his whole <laughs> night here. Yeah. But, well, I mostly, um, I'm like, oh, my, my, my washing machine is making a lot of noise. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> no. Um, no. No, the only, the, only, well, like, the only thing I have to do is I have to get up and I have to make my daughter dinner because my wife is, my wife is away in Dallas doing a play for two months. Oh, well, wow. Nice. Well, I have two months off. So, uh, I better go. I have to make my daughter dinner, and that's that's Aww. the rest of my evening. Nice. Then we'll, watch well, it's a movie. nice evening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Man, I my daughter's great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Dave. It's been wonderful talking yes. to you, man. Oh, and, this has uh, been a pleasure. Yeah, it's it really been has. A real treat. Uh, oh, it's been delightful for me. Well, thank you well, so thank much. You re- oh, I do have one more question. Oh, oh okay. I, I should have asked this right from the get go, but it's a good <laughs> final question. All right, and, and it might make you uncomfortable to do so. So you can say, oh. you can say no, and I'll just cut it. <laughs> all right, zero. To, so we rank all of our songs oh, zero yeah. to five, and uh-huh. so five is the best. Yeah, and we decided for this week that the ranking would be how many kids in the hall <laughs> we would give this song. We've already done our rankings, but how many kids in the hall would you give this song zero to five? Which oh, which oh gangster girl? Uh, yeah. Gang, sorry, I'll back up. So, so how I, many? I you were about you got your one. cart well before the horse here, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> you look like, like you're about to chew up a song. You no, know, we're we're about I'm to sing to right you now. right now, Dave. Well, I think uh, I think considering that that it was a bespoke song mm. just for me and my my buddies, yeah. I'd have to yep. give it five kids in the hall. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Nice. That makes total sense. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for one joining us, but also for bringing this wonderful song into existence by having them come onto the movie. It, mm. it really is a wonderful song. We've already discussed yeah. how much we love the song, but yeah. it never would have happened had you not asked them to come and do the show, yeah. the movie exactly. with you. Exactly, it wouldn't even exist. Yeah, no, and the, the, the tremendous generosity on their part to take the time to write it. So you're kind of the grandfather of the song. In a way. I am. Yeah, yeah there yes. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, thank Dave. you so much for joining us, Dave. Can thank I you one, for taking one, your time and generosity to join us. One um, more one more quick piece of flattery. Oh, uh, I, oh, mentioned, all right. <laughs> I mentioned <laughs> I loved you and it's always sunny. I really liked your appearance in Marin as well, where you kind of appear as like the curb your enthusiasm version of yourself. Oh, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, do you actually watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I'm just curious. And if so, uh, yeah, not all the time. But uh, which, yeah, which is better, do you think, Lethal Weapon Five or Lethal Weapon Six? <laughs> 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 hmm. <laughs> 
I'll just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't decide. <laughs> <laughs> Who could? Really? Who yeah. could? No, but thank you. Yeah. It certainly was a pleasure to speak with you, Dave. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks again. Good night. Thank you very much. Good night. Take care. Bye-bye. So a few facts. Some of the other kids in the halls are uh, kids in the hall are also fans of Bare Naked Ladies. But did you know that the Bare Naked Ladies are huge fans of Kids in the Hall? That totally makes sense. Yeah, I, I am someone, not shocked at all by that. Yeah, we are, the Bare Naked Ladies and I are of a certain age, and um, <laughs> the kids in the hall hit right when we were right for it, so that makes total sense. Kids in the Hall, of course, have a fan group online. They did this series where they're like, if you like Kids in the Hall, you might also like, and their first group, the first people that they actually talked about was, of course, Bare Naked Ladies. Nice. And at one point, Dave Foley was actually on the radio, The Current, um, in Minnesota, and he hijacked their airwaves for a little while, and, the, and he was taking over and playing songs that he liked. Fourth song that he picked, Bare Naked Ladies, Break Your Heart. Nice. Great song. This is a man that's right here in my heart. Like, that's an amazing pick. Thank you, Dave, for doing that. Oh. Now that we don't have Dave around... What do you guys really think of this song? So what I'm going to do is what I want to rank this is zero to five. How many kids in the hall do you give this song, Michelle? I give it a four. It's a fun song. It's, you know, the doo-wop is great. It's right on. I love the key change at the end. You know, they just kick it up a notch a la every perfect doo-wop song. Um, it's fun. The lyrics are clever. You know, it's it's a perfect BNL song, and um, I give it a four. Aaron, go ahead. About, I'm not used. I'm not. Oh, I was going to say, how about yeah, you, uh, Aaron? I'm not used to you tossing people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired and I am salty. <laughs> no. uh... I personally, I am in complete lockstep with Michelle. It's good to have you back. Michelle. I totally thought of I you also, on that key change, Aaron. Yeah. I was like, Aaron is totally oh, going to comment on that. this, and he's totally going to uh-huh. love this. And I just, yes, I indeed. felt you. It's so doo-wop. So it's so classic doo-wop. doo-wop. I love it. So doo-wop. Uh, but yes, Michelle and I are in complete sync in this case. I also give it a four out of five kids in the hall. I would rate it a Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald, Scott Thompson, and Mark McKinney out of five kids in the hall. We all know Bruce was the, uh, the, you know, the naysayer. He was, Bruce was always the contrarian. So he'll, we'll leave him out. One of my favorite. Bruce wouldn't be down for doo He would uh, want like Danzig. <laughs> Jazz schmaz. Exactly. I will never stop rocking. Yeah, so uh, we'll give it a solid four out of five. It's a fantastic yeah. song. It's a great classic acapella duo. Bop. I would call it a bop. And uh, it's executed masterfully with amazing harmonies and great enthusiasm uh, by the by the, uh, the BNL gang. And I just absolutely love it. How about you, Tracy? How many kids in the halls do you give this song? I have to completely agree with both of you. I give this song a four, um, but I have to say I'm leaving out Bruce because when it comes... Wait, Bruce is the one that... (laughs) Oh, butter. No. Bruce is Bobby. Bruce was the really... This is... Yeah, Bruce is the Bobby of the group. 
Now, yeah, Bruce, he did his own. He did at least two albums on his own after Kids, and he's uh, he's a very musical guy himself. He was the guy who was really David. He has to be a Scorpio. Was he the one that played Death? He's an amazing. No, that's Mark uh, McKinney. No, Mark no. McKinney. Oh, yeah. thank you. That's Bruce the name I was missing out of going the, through the name. Bruce was the yeah. mayor. All right. So Yeah, and he was he was I'm gonna leave out Mark McKinney good. only because I don't want death okay. on our program. I love Mark. I think he's hilarious, <laughs> but I have to leave him out because I don't want death. Um but no, I definitely give this a four. <laughs> um It's it's just an amazing song and I wish that the studio had allowed Bare Naked Ladies to take the time to actually back and write the music and, and coordinate the music for this whole thing, uh, for this whole movie, because that would have been just absolutely amazing. I would have loved to see what they have done with it. But the fact that they were allowed to do this and Dave really pushed for this, I, thank you so much, Dave, for pushing for this, because this is an amazing little <laughs> thing to listen to and to have, and it's already on my, my playlist every single day now. <laughs> and Steven's it's singing great. the lead like he means it. Like, he's really <laughs> giving it his oh, all. Yeah. Well, it's funny, we, we mentioned Break Your Heart, and he has almost, I mean, Break Your Heart's a little more Joe Cocker, but uh, but he, he really does sell it. He really gives it his totally own. Totally like, sells guy. it. Same way. Totally sells it. Very, very. Right. I love it. Aaron. Yes, sir. Break it down for us. All right, let's break it down. Gangster Girl was recorded at approximately 84 beats per minute. It is completely a cappella, so the time does kind of drag and rush, but not much. It's it's pretty centered around 84 beats per minute the entire time. It is a doo-wop song. It is very much a classical doo-wop song. Um, and it is sung a cappella, as I mentioned, as a lot of doo-wop is, but not all of it. Uh, it's a fairly simple construction. It's a fairly short song, so that would make sense. You have your verse, which is uh, initially C to E minor to F to G, which is very kind of traditional one, three, four, five, or, you know, C, E minor, F, G. So one, three, four, five. Then the chorus goes F, C, D minor, G, which is four one two five and the five of course bounces back to the one perfectly now the the entire structure of the song as as i said is very simple you have the verse one which is your a your chorus section which is your b then there's a modulation where they move up a half step which is also very common in doo-wop so now we have a d flat f minor g flat a flat it's still one three four five it's the same structure, but they've moved everything up a half step, which gives it that extra energy uh, coming in at the end and kind of just um, <laughs> gives it that traditional doo-wop feel. Uh, so you have A, B, and then A. And the the, the second A, the second co- uh, verse, rather, is uh, up a half step modulated. And you end on this lovely major seventh, uh, which is, you know, it's got a very doo-wop, very kind of barbershop almost feel to it. Uh, the the harmonies are nice and tight. The group is really really on. Uh, like I said, it's only uh, I think it's a minute and eighteen seconds, so it's not a surprise really. The form is quite simple, but you get a verse, chorus, verse, and even though it's so short, it really does feel self-contained and it feels like a complete song. Uh, it's also a great little moment in the wrong guy. Very surreal and quite funny, aside from being a lovely little tune. And that's my breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I think your breakdown was longer than the song. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> So this week, I am going to lean deep into the Canadian theme while sticking close to home. A hometown band, Guster, 
just mm. released an alternative video for their recent re- single release, Overexcited. What they have done for this new single for the new album is they have decided to put out seven alternative versions of this song in different languages. So they have Japanese, Arabic, Malagasy, French, Spanish, Hebrew. And then finally, we have Tyler singing the Canadian translation. Now, if you want to have a lot of fun listening to this song, and I recommend everyone going out to listen to this, because Tyler is just like a fun one of the group anyways, and just likes to go out and just like mess around. Pull up the official lyrics to the song while listening to Tyler's version of this song. It is hilarious. I highly recommend it. I have put in the YouTube video, but you can also get it on iTunes. And please go out, download this, and just enjoy every second of it. Um, And by the way, if you don't know Kids in the Hall, and by the way, why don't you? Then I will be also posting on our list tonight the information about where Kids in the Hall came from, what they did, what they were known for. Um, go look them up online, especially Death Comes to Town or Brain Candy, but you watch the original series as well. Um, I will be also posting snippets of the song Gangster Girl from the, from the movie, so you can go out and enjoy watching Dave Foley react to BNL singing the song. <laughs> and finally... Dave, my last appearance for this week is Dave Foley and Matt and Kevin McDonald were on the last Ships and Dips cruise that Bare Naked Ladies did. And there is video of them doing intros for the Bare Naked Ladies. And I will be posting those as well for you to go out and enjoy. Um, it's wonderful to see them do that. So, I don't know about you guys, but... I was absolutely floored at the luck of getting this to work out this week. Uh, literally, I'm like on the floor right now. Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> can, Aaron can you lend me a hand? I, I really need to get back up. <laughs> so that way we can I can get recover for next week. It, Tracy, is is this some? This is you know I, you'll have to pardon my skepticism here, but uh, this isn't some kind of convolute segue for the next song, is it? It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week as well we discuss done. the song Get Back Up. <laughs> Yay. And it's nice to be back, everyone. It, it is good to have wonderful you to have show. you back. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets. Except maybe one. We're not worthy. We're not worthy.